What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. On today's show, I've got a training that I did on Zoom, getting everybody ready for Grant Cardone's five-day challenge, his unbreakable business challenge. I've been promoting it for the past few weeks. I'm really excited about it. It's coming up in just a few days, and I don't want you to miss the boat. Go to sevenfigureflipping.com slash grant. So the number seven, figureflipping.com slash grant, and jump in. It's 100% free, and I'm giving away a ton of bonuses. So all the previous recordings of these Zoom calls that I've done, a bunch of trainings about raising money, about finding off-market deals, um, a call that I did with Grant in our mastermind, a call that I did with Grant and Dawson in our mastermind. The full calls are all in there. You can watch them be a fly on the wall, just like you were on the Zoom with us. A ton of great stuff for you guys. So go to sevenfigureflipping.com slash Grant. And today I'm going to talk about sales. So I'm going to talk about sales, the strategy around business and why it's so important to get comfortable selling, even if you're uncomfortable with it, even if you hate it, even if you don't like it or you think you don't like it. Um, I'm going to talk all through sales and how important it is today. So I hope you guys enjoy and uh, don't forget, sign up for the challenge. It's free. I highly encourage you guys to go VIP. It's $97. It's not insanely expensive and you're going to be on Zoom with Grant and everybody um, during the time and you'll have all the recordings of the challenge for life. So uh, sevenfigureflipping.com slash grant and I hope you guys enjoy the show today. My name is Bill Allen and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome. All right, let me open the chat. Let me open all of your guys' names. Hey, if uh, if you guys can turn your cameras on, we did a Zoom this time instead of a webinar like last time because I don't really like the webinar. I don't like just like talking to a screen. I like talking to all of you amazing, beautiful people. So if you can turn your camera on, that would be really helpful for me. Um, I'm going to make this interactive. We're going to do some really cool stuff together. In the in the chat, while we're waiting on everybody to jump in here, can you guys just tell me um, where you are? So where are you from? Like, And what do you do? Tell me those two things. Where are you from and what do you do? Where are you from and what do you do? And I'll watch the chat. Wendy, I know you. Kansas, Flipper. Awesome member of our mastermind. Brian, I know you. Tampa, entrepreneur. I love it. Uh, Michael, uh, Pleasant Pleasanton. Flip, land, and coach. So land flipping coach. Uh, I know you too. Colby, Springfield, Missouri, wholesaler. I know you too. Um, Donnie B, Donnie B, Rock Hill, retail sales. Okay, retail sales. Jessica, North Carolina, house flipper. Tom from Toronto, realtor and real estate investor. Uh, Chris, Austin, Texas, entrepreneur. Monique, wholesaler. Bob, good to see you, Bob. Atlanta, buy and hold. Uh, I know they're doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, British Columbia, Vancouver. I love that. Arena. Good to see you here. Paul, Nashville, flip and a realtor. Jamie, Indianapolis, HVAC plumbing, electrical, multifamily syndication. Wow. Philip, uh, Greenville, North Carolina, real estate sales. So a lot of real estate people in here. Uh, David, Birmingham, Alabama, husband, father, home builder. I love how you put that in order. Uh, Fernando, Houston, IT manager, looking to move into entrepreneurship, real estate franchisee. Um, Ann, uh, Milton, Florida. Hey, Ann. Good to see you. Uh, wholesaler flipper Reynolds, uh, land developer in North uh, North Florida, Pensacola. A lot of people in Florida, Pensacola, Florida. It's my old stomping ground. Wholesaler, uh, Dallas. Also, a ton of real estate people in here. Awesome. Um, keep it coming. And then also let me know if this is your first time being on a call with me and and what we do, like here at Seven Figure Flipping and all the stuff that we do. Let me know if you guys if this is your first time. Just raise your hand, say me, that kind of stuff. I recognize a lot of you, but some of you I don't. So. I'm interested. Today, while you're doing that, we are going to talk about uh, sales and communication. So the couple things that we do, uh, Mitzi said frequent flyer. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Brian said 127th time. Cool. Uh, Tom, first time. John May, Louisville, Kentucky, missionary, wholesaler, lender. Love it. All right. So welcome. Um, I'm really excited to have you guys. We're going to have a bunch of people kind of jumping in here. And what I want to do, um, last week, I talked about the first couple pillars of um of Grant's five un unbreakable business structures. So he's, he's gonna be teaching on five different principles. And the uh, last week, what we did was we talked about mindset and we talked about marketing. And this week, what I wanna talk about is sales and communication, the next two. Um, my name is Bill Allen. If you if we haven't met, there's some people in here say they're first time on a call with us. And um, I am a 
I was a military pilot. I flew helicopters and airplanes for, this is my 20th year. I'm actually on Friday flying out Friday night to Atlanta. I have to work as a reservist for the Navy still. I'm a commander in the Navy in 05. And I go to Atlanta once a month and I still work on the weekend. And uh, so I flew airplanes and helicopters for a very long time, like 19 years. And now I fly a desk for the last year and I'm about to retire in three months. So there's any military people in here, just blow up the chat and let me know that you're here. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So uh, my dad did uh, 28 years in the Navy. He retired as a captain. He was on submarines. So it's kind of like in my blood. And uh, so I love that. But then I found real estate and entrepreneurship. I didn't know it was entrepreneurship at the time, but I found real estate. I started buying a couple of rental houses and I wanted to grow my net worth. I just watched my net worth all the time. I have like an engineering background. So I watched the numbers and my net worth was not growing as fast as I would have liked. I was investing in index funds in the stock market. And I was just like taking 55% of what I made and dumping it into index funds on a regular basis. My IRA, my 401k, I'd fill that up, my index funds. And my net worth was like a couple hundred thousand dollars. And I was going to, I want to be a millionaire one day when I was like 65. All the math said, when I'm 65, I'll have a million dollars. I can retire and I'll start making this much passive income off my retirement. You guys know what I'm talking about? Some of you, this is like what we've been trained by Wall Street, stock market, those kind of things to do, right? And they want our money because they're going to take our expense ratios. The, the, I hope, I mean, it's their financial managers in here possibly, but they get paid. We don't get paid. You know, the people on Wall Street, they're making the money and my, my net worth was growing slow. I like to go fast. Like I like to be in supercars and airplanes. So I like to go really fast. I don't have a supercar right now, but I want one and I want to go faster. And so then I said, all right, I found this real estate thing. I started buying some houses, renting them out. I saw my net worth go up a lot faster. And I was like, wow, it's like something's happening. And every month I would look and track my net worth and I would see in the notes section what I did that month. So if I bought a house, it was like a month later, a month later, it, my net worth would start going up. And I'd be like, man, this house is the thing. And real estate became my thing. And so I started, I flipped my first house. I made $43,000. It took me a year. It took me six months to do that. It took me six months to find the next one. The next year I flipped another house. I made $45,000. And I was kind of like, wow, this is, this is duplicatable. I can duplicate it. And so then I started, I, I joined a mastermind group called Seven Figure Flipping. I paid $25,000 and I did 67 houses the next year in eight months. And then the next year I did 135 houses. This is a combination of flipping and wholesaling. Then I did over 200 houses the next year. And it was kind of off to the races building a company. And then I realized I was like a closet entrepreneur. Like I had no idea that I was an entrepreneur working inside of a military organization for that long. A lot of you probably know what I'm talking about. And so from there, what I did was I just started scaling that business and removing myself. I wanted to create the business to be more passive. And I found a way to do that, hiring people, building out process and systems. And then I made that business more passive for me. I was working two hours a week in that company. And I went out and started working for the coaching company, Seven Figure Flipping. Worked for that coaching company as the, as the membership director. Then I became the COO. And then I ended up buying that company about three years ago, maybe almost four years now. And so now I've been kind of scaling up that company and trying to remove myself from some of the operations in that company and building that what was active income more passively for me. And I still, I still flip uh, some houses, we wholesale houses. I have a partner in that business, Blackjack, that I built. He runs the majority of the active operations. I'm, I'm like uh, Marcus Lemonis on the profit. I try to like consult and do big things and big deals with them. And so we do 60 to 70 houses a year in that company. I also lend money. I'm a hard money lender. I also buy and sell apartment buildings. So I, I usually raise capital for apartments. So I have a bunch of uh, general partnership side of the apartment buildings. I also invest a lot of my personal capital in there. And um, then we also own or finance some houses in Kentucky. Uh, I have a farm. I bought a 13 acre farm two years ago and I run the farm. I lost a lot of money on that the first year. I think I'm going to break even this past year. And then hopefully this year in 2023, I'll make a little bit of money, but that fills my soul. And I also have an airplane and I love flying around my airplane to mastermind meetings and other events and things like that. So that's my life. I have three kids. We're uh, eight-year-old, six-year-old and four-year-old, almost five. And uh, a beautiful wife who is down in Key West on vacation, and I got the three boys um, at home with me. So been a lot of fun, but that's me in a nutshell. And how some of you got here, you might be like, what the heck am I doing here? Um, what I wanted to do was uh, we, we are running a bunch of ads for grants trainings. We are sending out emails to our email list. You might be on my email list. You might have seen this on Facebook and you found your way here. Um, and so what I did was I partnered with Grant on this challenge. And I said, look, I believe in this. They built out a system. They've built out a process for business that I actually believe in, I love. I had the opportunity to meet Grant in September and then again in November and his team and his staff go through his office. 
And I said, you know what? This isn't, this isn't the guy that I thought it was. I got to know him, a really great guy. And I will tell you, every single person, and you guys are here, so you're excited about this. You probably believe in it. Um, but everybody that talks trash about somebody else usually hasn't met him. Um, and it's just kind of the way it goes. We talked about this last week on marketing. Like he's a great marketer, isn't he? And so I'm learning a ton from him on the marketing side. And so last week we shared a lot of stuff with you guys. And today I want to share some of the sales and communication uh, items that I've used in my business to really like, we have to buy houses at 50 cents on the dollar to, to then either wholesale them out. So sell them to another investor at a, for a profit or fix them up. And, and we, we add equity and value when we buy it. So I got to negotiate these houses very cheap. And we have to figure out how to master sales skills. I have also sold oh, probably $30 million of digital products and masterminds and coaching online over the past like four years. So we just got our like $25 million award from ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson, I'm in his mastermind. So, and some of you guys are in our program. So what I'm gonna do today is I'm gonna talk to you like business owners. I'm not gonna talk to you like real estate investors. Most of the trainings I've done for you have been real estate investors, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit on what we do on the digital side too, because we have a lot of business owners here and those principles, those principles carry over. Is that okay with you guys? Can we do that? Let me know in the chat if that's okay with you guys. Like I wanna see you lighten up the chat and talking. So think of, I wanna, I'm gonna put you in the mindset of a business owner. You don't run a real estate business. You're not a flipper. You're not a wholesaler. All the stuff that you guys just said, um, oh man, uh, I see a bunch of military guys on here and gals. So let's see, 20, 20 years in the army. Oh yeah, I, I know you. I'm not gonna hold that army stuff against you. A couple army people, dang, Marines, army, I'm like the only Navy guy in here. All right, cool. All right with you guys, good. Okay, so before we start, I wanna share my screen real quick. And if you're not signed up for the challenge, oh, Sean Kramer's on here, good. Fly Navy is right, my friend. All right, I'm gonna share my screen real quick. And if you, if you haven't signed up for the challenge yet with Grant, I, I'm going to encourage you guys to do it. I want you to do it. Most of you, I think all of you have, but just in case anybody hasn't, um, I want you to sign up for it and I'll show you the link. So right here, um, this is the bonuses that you guys got by signing up with us. So you sign up with me. I, I did a ton of training, a ton of bonuses for you guys. Uh, some of these that are really special to me, I had the opportunity to bring Grant in to talk to our mastermind. This is like a behind the scenes, closed door meeting with the, some of the folks in my mastermind group. And so we provided this as a bonus to you guys. You guys can go watch the full recording. And then inside of here, um, we also did one recently with uh, Brandon Dawson. So this, this is a, another call with our mastermind that was last week. On that call, Brandon said that I'm the only person that has gotten both Brant, uh, uh, Grant and Brandon on the call uh, from any of their partners, all their 150 partners. He's like, you're the only person that got us both on a call. So this is insanely valuable. This guy, Brandon Dawson, is a genius. You probably don't know who he is, but he sold his company for 77 times EBITDA um, and is now running the Cardone Ventures with Grant and has scaled that business over the past three years just at an insane multiple of uh, valuation that they have. It's incredible. And then I also shared my notes from the private mastermind that I went to with Grant. So all that stuff is in here as well as a bunch of like uh, real estate stuff. So recession-proofing your real estate business, um, some stuff, uh, some different presentations I've done about raising money and raising capital. It's usually the thing that gets most real estate investors stuck. And then some off-market strategies that you can find uh, off-market deals. Um, this was a video course that I made that we sell that it was incredible, a five-day challenge that I did that we broke out and put in there for you guys. So um, if you don't have access to this, you can just email us. My team will drop it in the chat right now, but it's info at sevenfigureflipping.com. So sometimes it goes to your spam, but info at sevenfigureflipping.com and they'll get you all set up. My team and my staff is amazing. They'll get you set up very quickly. They're on this call. They'll probably have it set up for you by the time you get off this call. Um, we strive to really execute at a high level. Um, so sevenfigureflipping.com slash grant. If you're not in the challenge, go join the challenge. And by the way, like these bonuses, they're not just for VIP people. Like you don't have to buy the $97 VIP to get this. If you opt in and it's a free challenge, 100% free. So you go there and, and jump in with us and you can watch all these videos and get set up. I want to prepare you for the reason I'm doing these calls before is because I want to prepare you for this challenge. And then during the challenge, I'm going to be right there with you. And then after the challenge, we have some really cool stuff that we're going to do for implementation of everything that they've talked about. So um, here it is, sevenfigureflipping.com slash grant. So just go there, join the challenge. And then I highly recommend you guys go VIP. This is the experience that you're going to have VIP with Grant and his team during the challenge. It's going to be, you'll be on Zoom instead of watching it live stream to you. So last week it was live stream to you. 
for $97 VIP, you jump on um, a Zoom call like this. Sound good? Okay, cool. I'm going to stop sharing. Let me see. There we go. Uh, all right. If you got, whoever can turn on their cameras, turn on your cameras. I love to get feedback. I love to engage with you guys. I love to see your head shaking yes or no to tell me I'm going in the right direction or not. That's why I do these Zooms instead of um, like webinar style like we did last week. I really love this. You guys fire me up and give me energy. So, um, okay. Can all of you guys that have your camera on, just give me a wave. Tell me you're still here. Like, okay, good. Because I'm telling you right now, the more energy, the more excited that you get, if you're standing up, if you're walking around, if you, all this stuff, like it, it makes you learn better. And the other thing that I want to do is I want you guys to actually execute some of this stuff. I think so many times I do challenges, I do webinars, I do calls like this, and and you guys are don't take it. You, you feel like you're moving forward because you show up to a one-hour call. I want you, this is the uncomfortable truth that a lot of people don't talk about. I don't want you to keep coming back for more training and more training and more training and more coaching. I want you guys to go up there and do so you get some experience. And then next thing you do, you come back and you're like, okay, I need the next thing. Like I'm ready for the next bite of the apple. Like take a bite and go execute, come back and say, hey, I'm stuck here. I need this thing. Okay. Sound good? We can all do that. Thumbs up if I can see you. Yes. All right. Cool. Okay. Let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm going to read some of the comments real quick. <laughs> Ron said, I'll turn my camera back on, but my background is so boring and may backfire. Uh, I don't care about boring backgrounds. Ron, you look great. Well done. Um, all right. So let's talk about sales. Who here, tell me in the chat, who here loves sales and who here hates sales? So tell me in the chat, love or hate, like love sales, hate sales. Tell me in the chat, where are you at? I want to take temperature here. Love it, love it, don't love it, ambivalent. <laughs> I like helping people, I'm growing to love it, love the outcome, so Wendy loves the outcome of the sales. Uh, love it, love it, hate it, love it. Dave, you better love it. Dave is on my team here at 7 Figure Flipping. Neutral, I'm in the middle, love it. I'm working out, but I love sales. Oh, what's up, Jason? Uh, in the middle, love sales, love marketing, hate it, love sales. Uh, like, like selling stuff, but not selling me. Oh. Boom. Let's talk about that for a second, Melissa. Okay. Uh, Melissa loves selling, but not me. Okay. All right. Um, hate it. Don't like it. Don't love it, but it's needed. Necessary. So Scott, that's not the question that I ask. I know that it's necessary. Do you love it or do you hate it? Are you in the middle? These kind of things. I'm good with it. Middle. Don't like negotiating the outcome. Love cons consultative sales. Love, hate. It's 50-50. I don't like convincing people but love sales when they are motivated. So I'm going to write that down, convincing. Okay, dude. So love it. We're providing service, top incomes in the world. Love to close, hate it. Okay, I feel like we got a mixed bag here. A lot of you are 50-50. A lot of you love it and a lot of you hate it. You're kind of like, we, we got all, all pieces of the spectrum, right? What I want to do is I want to teach you during this time, I just want to prepare you for something. I want to prepare you for for this five days that's coming up next week. And I also want to prepare you to think differently. Like, I feel like my entire job is to figure out how I can get you guys to think for yourselves and to think a little bit differently and, and open up the possibilities of what if. So quick story, four years ago, I was, I'm a behind the scenes guy. I'm not an in your face guy. I'm not a, a onstage guy. That's not my natural tendency. It's not my natural tendency. I was um, about four four years ago, right before I bought this company, right before I bought Seven Figure Flipping, I was I was doing all the membership, all the fulfillment, the events, those kind of things. And my the, the guy who owned the company, Justin, he was on stage. He was the one that was selling the $25,000 offer, the $15,000 offer, all that stuff, right? I was like, I will do anything. I just don't want to sell the, those offers. I'll give a presentation from stage about something that I know, but I'm not doing the marketing and I'm not selling from stage. Like that's the thing that I'm not doing. No chance, like no. And the reason was, is because I, I just felt like I didn't, I didn't want to like pressure or push somebody into doing something. Like I didn't want to convince the word right here, convince and said, I don't like convincing people, but I love sales when they're motivated. So my favorite part of that is, and I was even working with a sales team at that time with their sales calls and the tactics and the techniques and things like that. And I could talk to somebody on the phone, tell my story. And, and see if they're interested in joining the $25,000 program, right? But I always said, like, I don't want to put them on the, the contract on the hood of the car and, like, put the pen in their hand and that kind of stuff, right? You think about this 
um, used car sales structure, right? And I didn't want to do that. And so I like fought it for a very long time. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. It's not me. It's not me. All of these things, right? I just push it away. Like a lot of you guys are doing, you're saying, I hate it. And so, so David said, not true, Bill. You convinced me to 7FF before you bought it. So, okay, that's interesting. Because, was it a sales call? Was it me on stage selling one to many? What was it? Like, where was it, David? Tell me. So he said convinced. So I don't think I convinced you, David. I'll talk about it in a second. Like, okay, on a phone call. So David and I were on a phone call, one-on-one call, telling my story, talking through it, listening to your problem, the thing that you needed solved, where you were struggling, and then providing a solution to that one-on-one on a call like that, where I like I said, hey, you, you got to make the decision, right? I'm usually like, I'm not going to force you to do anything. I'm not going to tell you to do that. Those kind of things. Like, so he's saying that's true. That's true. Fair enough. So it was it was your decision. But what I did, I didn't convince you. If I was convincing you, you didn't have all your buy-in. And we'll talk about this in a second. I just kind of probably persuaded you. I brought out some of the things that were going on in you that you already knew. And I was telling you about the solution that I feel like I have to your problem. And that's where like that kind of sales to me was telling my story, providing an opportunity, and then just following up. But I I wasn't a great salesperson, certainly not one to many. And I definitely didn't want to do that. But one-on-one on a call, I can tell my story. I can talk about my experience. And I can listen to people and figure out what problem they have. And if my product can solve it, then I'm going to persuade them to say, hey, I think this is a good opportunity for you. What do you think? So inside of that, all of that, I did not want to sell from stage. I didn't want to sell one to many, but I believed in the product. Like I believed in the product a ton. I knew it worked because it worked for me and it's worked for hundreds of other people. I would think we had like 30, we had almost 30 business owners walk across the stage this October to collect an award of making a million dollars or more in their real estate business. And we had three that walked across the stage to get an award that they made over $10 million this year in one year in their real estate business. Like that's crazy. And it's it's so exciting to watch people go through that and see the transformation in them that I know it works, right? I know it works. So my question is how, first question, how much do you believe in your product? How much do you believe in what you're selling and doing? And by the way, Every conversation that you're having is a sales conversation. This morning, my son, I make crepes on Tuesday, every Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. I make crepes every Tuesday and Saturday for my kids. Little, we make, I, I make crepes. I put Nutella in them. I roll them up. And then I slice them in half and I give them to the kids. This morning, my six-year-old James, who is special needs, he's had five open heart surgeries, um, six heart catheters, had a feeding tube for like three years, is eating and drinking by mouth, had his last surgery about a year and a half ago. Absolutely amazing kid. But he doesn't talk very much, but he is the best salesperson in the world. The best salesperson in the world. And I bet your kids are too. He wanted to get down from the table. He didn't want to eat his crepes. He wanted to do his own thing like he does every single morning. And he gives me that look and he gives me that that uh, dada and those eyes and all the things, right? And he's he's persuading me to get his way, not my way. So that's a sales conversation and activity. So everything that you guys are doing is sales. So how much do you believe in your product? Like how much do you really believe in your product and what you're doing? Tell me, tell me in the chat. Come on, come on, tell me. How much do you believe in your product? You like 60% of the way, 80% of the way, like a thousand percent of the way, like what your service is, what you can provide to people, how great you are at it. Like how much do you believe in that? Like truly. Truly believe in it because half of you are like, I hate sales. The other half are like, I love sales. Well, it's like a third I hate, a third I love, and I'm kind of in the middle. But so be honest here. Like, do you have a hundred percent, like true hundred percent belief in your product? So Sean said hundred percent, but I struggle with marketing myself or getting in front of people. Okay. We'll talk about that a little bit. So how much do you believe in it? Keep it going. Like there's, there's hundreds of you on here. Tell me in the chat how much you believe in it. So the challenge that you're running into right now, if you hate sales, but you believe in your product and you're great at what you do, right? You're amazing at what you do. You believe in your product 100%. But in this rolls into what we talked about last week, but you're not willing to get that product in front of everyone, right? You're not doing the work to get it in front. It's your duty 
to get that product in front of everyone, everybody that you could possibly help, right? You have to. Like Sean, I know you're amazing, man. We know each other for a long time. I know that you're incredible at what you do. So the question I would ask all of you is why do you struggle to get in front of more people? Why do you struggle to have a conversation? Why do you struggle to talk about what you do and how great you are and to brag about yourself and everything? I was the same way four years ago. Four years ago, I had this great product, this great mastermind, this great event, everything that we did. I loved it. I was great. It worked for me. It worked for hundreds of other people, thousands of other people. And I wanted to figure out how to get it in more people's hands, but I wasn't willing to put to to break through the the my inner struggle. For me, I, I there's there's an identity statement that I think about, and it's from the Heroes Two Journeys, and it says, I, and I've used it a lot. I load up a big goal in my head, like the thing that I want to do. And at that time, it was I bought Seven Figure Flipping. I want to grow Seven Figure Flipping. I want to grow the mastermind. I want to grow the brand. I want to grow the event. I want to grow everything. I want to grow our impact on other real estate investors and aspiring real estate investors. I want to coach them. I want to build them up. I said, I'll do whatever it takes to build this business. Just don't ask me to sell from stage because that's just not me. Just don't ask me to blank because that's just not me. So I'll ask you right now in, in your, what's holding you back on sales? The thing, all the people that said, I hate it. Is it potentially that blank for you? getting in front of more people, marketing yourself, selling more, learning the skill, getting out there and talking to those people and, and actually like persuading them that your product is better than every other product. What you do is better than everybody else and what they do. You're the best realtor in the world. You're the best contractor. You're the best HVAC tech. You're the best, whatever you do. We had a barber on last week, Taya, whatever, if you're a barber, you're the best barber, like whatever it is, you got to market and sell your product, right? And so for me, it was selling from stage. So what did I do? Well, I'll tell you, to be honest, at first, what I did was I said, I called my buddy who had a podcast and I said, hey, I just bought this company. It has a podcast. I don't really know how to run a podcast. I'm not sure that I want to have a podcast. I don't know what to talk about on a podcast. I don't know how to set up a video. I don't know how to set up camera. I don't know how to upload a podcast. I don't know any of it. Why don't you just take my podcast too? And you run both. You can run yours and you can run mine. And he's like, that's a great idea. Like the podcast I bought had way more like reach and so he's like, yeah, I'd love to. And, and I said, okay, here, like, and then I went back and I said, you know what? How is this going to work? He's going to run the podcast. And the podcast is one of our best tools to bring people into our world. And they're not going to know me. They're not going to get to know me. They're not going to hear from me. That's not going to work. I was like, I got to do it. Like, I just have to do it. I got to figure out a way to do it, to break through what my, what's holding me back, right? And I realized this is like carrying over to mindset, but it comes into sales, it comes into marketing, it comes into everything, scaling, hiring, growing a company. And so for you guys, you got to figure out what is that inside of you that's stopping. And for me, it was selling from stage. So, okay, so now I got the podcast. I just, you know what I had to do next? Just start doing it. Like when I look back at uh, July, 2019, it sucked. I'm going to be honest. Like I'm looking at it. I have like these big headphones on. I have this huge microphone. Nothing looks like this at all. No chance anything looks like. I'm I'm in like the back office of my house. My kids are yelling in the background. The audio stinks. And I just started doing it. And so the first step is just doing the thing that's holding you back. So if you hate sales, you know what you need to do? More sales. You actually have to do more sales, which sucks because it's like, I hate it. I don't want to do it. Michael said, I hid in the cloakroom in elementary school during sharing. I got out of my comfort zone. You have to, right? You have to. So get out of that comfort zone. So now, okay, we, we've got to the point where we know that something's holding us back. If you guys love sales, now it's about dialing in your process. And I'll talk about that here on this call. But if you hate sales, you got to really figure out like, why do I hate it? Like, what is it about sales that I don't like or I hate? What is it inside of me? Or is it the process? Is it something? Is, is there a wound from the past? So a wound is just an unhealed source of continuing pain. Did you get sold something that was crap? Do you hate sales because of somebody in your life? Did you have parents in sales? Were you brought up that you had to sell things, things like that? And what you got to realize is, is this quote that, that I've heard over and over is selling is service. Like if you remember that selling is service, like you're serving your audience really hard because you have something that they need. So marketing, we got to market it really hard. We talked about that last week. You got to market it really hard to get it out to the marketplace and out to the masses. 
And the next thing is, okay, I've got to then sell something. Like I've got to sell my product because it's not like you can just market it. If you market it well enough, it can sell itself, but there's always some objections and some doubts and things like that. And usually those objections and doubts, they're inside of the prospect, right? They're inside of the prospect. So you've got to figure out how to pull those out. Like what is stopping you? What's holding you back? What are those things? David, David said, not true, Bill. You convinced me to uh, 7FF before you bought it on a phone call. And then we talked about, I didn't really convince him. What I did was I listened to him probably. I don't 100% remember this call. I'm sorry, it's about four years ago. But I probably listened to him. I listened to his problems, his struggles, some of the issues that he was having, what was going on in his life. And then what I did was I said, okay, well, here's where you are and here's where you want to go, right? So I build a bridge and this is the behind the scenes stuff. We're ready, right? Okay, so who's who's on this call right now that is willing to share uh, and, and work with me? Who who's Who's ready to like share and work with me? Who's got something going on that inside your life, you want to buy something? I don't know. Let's, let's do a little bit of role playing real quick. So just raise your hand, say me, and I'll call on you. Brian, you help me all the time. Let me, let me get, let me see somebody else who, because you're, you're confident, you're comfortable. Who's the most uncomfortable person right here? Who's like, do not call on me. I'm incredibly uncomfortable. I don't want to do this. Raise your hand. I want to, because this, you'll have a break. Okay. Scott, Scott Mueller, Scott. Okay. Unmute. Maybe they can pin us both. There we go. Scott, how are you? Great. How's it going? Awesome. Scott, uh, okay, you have another business, right? You have a, what is it? Clean Eats. Clean, cleaning? Oh, Clean Eats. Clean, yeah, it's like uh, eating, yeah. eating, Healthy eating here, cafe right? and meal prep. Okay, meal prep, cafe. Okay. All right, cool. Clean Eats. So, um, so Scott, what I'd like to know is like, um, so what's going on in your life and where do you want to be? Like, what's, what are some like dreams that you have that you're not able to reach right now because of whatever's going on? Like, what, where do you want to be? I think the thing that my wife and I want the most is to be able to travel. So the freedom to be able to travel both financially and, and in terms of time. And okay, then uh, I just want to help people. So I want to help people that are, want to help kids. Uh, that are underprivileged. Um, coaching is a passion of mine. Okay. Football. Football. What's stopping you right now from just traveling with your spouse and making the impact that you want to make on these kids and and all this stuff? Help help people that are underprivileged. Financially first, uh, it's not feasible to do the level of traveling that we want to do. So it requires more resources there. Uh, it requires more of uh, the ability to get away from the businesses than I'm able to. Does anybody else feel like that? Like finance, that your finances are holding you back from your dreams? Just drop it in the chat. Drop, say me, 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 me. Yes. Um, okay. So this, so do you guys see this, this is probably a pretty common theme. There's like a couple things that are going on in our life that are really common to bring us to something that we're interested in figuring out how to solve that problem. Okay. So everybody, um, Doug said, I haven't had a vacation since the nineties. Doug, let me give you permission right now to go on vacation. Like you don't need to have millions of dollars to go on vacation. Take a day off my friend. Like take a vacation, dude, go, I don't know, go, just go relax somewhere. You don't have to go to the tropics. Like haven't had a vacation since the nineties. Come on, take it, take a day off. I'll tell you what, during that day, you're going to have like a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, a lot of clarity, those kind of things. Take a little clarity break and stuff. Um, okay. So a lot of people are with you, Scott. So you're not alone. Like finance is a thing. What's that? I said, sweet. Yeah. You're not alone. So I totally understand. Um, and you know, we've helped a lot of people find financial freedom inside of our program. Like we've helped hundreds of people find financial freedom. And I remember having a call just like this, like a month ago, where I had somebody who's saying the exact same things. They wanted to do more missionary work. They wanted to help underprivileged people. But the thing that they needed to do, you know, we're going on vacation with their wife. The thing they needed to do was first, they needed to get their financial house in order and then put their oxygen mask on and then go take care of that. So what is your plan right now, Scott, to get yourself financially sound to go do all those things that you dream about doing? 
Well, um, I've got a buddy of mine who's also on this call, Philip. Raise your hand, Philip. Um, he and I uh, have been in the sales business in waterfront land for years. We haven't done it in 12 or 13 years, but uh, we know the sales process. So we're working on a, a strategy for flipping to create some cash. And then my long-term goal uh, is to get into multifamily on a larger level, like the Grant Cardone level. Uh, and that, you know, that's my greatest interest. So between those two things uh, are how I'm setting my goals for this year. And then backing those down into 90 day goals is what I'm working on. Okay. And what does that timeline look like? And how do you plan to do that? It's just you and Philip are going to go find all the information and, and get things rolling and do it on your own. Like what's the plan? So um, I think what I need to get to is, is a hundred grand a month in income within the next three years. Okay, 100 grand a month within the next three years. And are you and Philip splitting that? So you need 200 grand a month because Philip needs 100 grand a month? What does that look like? Philip really doesn't need much. Uh, he just wants to hang out with me. Um, That's so, the best partnership I've ever heard. And oh, by the way, if you guys are listening to this, I would definitely have Philip. The second Philip came up, I would say, <laughs> hey, is there a time where Philip and you and I can get on a call? Like if me and Scott were having a call here, right? Because Philip is obviously a decision maker in this process. If Scott's going to buy something for me, I don't want him to say, well, I need to talk to my partner. So the second another decision maker comes up into the equation, whether they're a paying decision maker or not, let me define a decision maker to you in sales. A decision maker is somebody who has some control over the decision. So even if in a house is an example, even if they're not on the deed, but they need to go talk to a realtor friend of theirs or their cousin or their brother or some of those things, right? They, 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 they come together and they will influence the decision. Melissa, perfect, influence the decision, right? And so if that's the case, I need to figure out how to bring them into the conversation and get them both to, to decide that this is a good idea. Otherwise, Scott's gonna say at the end of the call, when I say, hey, I have this great $25,000 program that I think is really gonna help you, and we can get, we can help you get to the next level. He's going to be like, oh, that sounds great, but I need to talk to Philip. And then what they're going to do is Scott's going to go off the call and he's going to go talk to Philip and Philip's going to go, what the heck are you talking about, man? We're not paying $25,000. You insane. And he's like, but this guy was really great on the phone. Like it got me to a place and all this, like, no, I want to bring Philip on the dream at the same time. So Scott's talking about hundred thousand dollars a month within three years. So the next thing I usually do, and, and this is a little bit like for you guys of how I would handle a conversation about anything, really, I'm selling anything. Um, I want to, I'm listening to things that he's talking about. So I would have, step one is I need to build some rapport. I need to build some rapport. I need to understand what is going on with Scott. I need to learn more about it. So I would have asked a lot, like I want to condense this massively, but this call for me is usually, a, it's a while. It's 30 minutes to an hour at least. And I want to get to know Scott. I want to figure out what is a freedom I want to understand what, because he mentioned football, he mentioned coaching, he mentioned family, he mentioned traveling with his, with his wife. I want to talk more and listen more. I want to learn more about her. I want to learn more about the kids. I want to learn about what he defines as underprivileged. I want to learn more about his dream because if he can paint his dream. So real quick in sales, what I try to do is I have a dream, this dream, dream life that you all have. You all have it. Like here, drop it in the chat. Just give me a couple bullet points of all your dream life, like what is it? Like everybody said financials are stopping you from doing something. What are they stopping you from doing? What does that look like? Paint picture perfect in the chat for me, for you. Couple, couple bullet points, what does it look like? Put it out there, travel. Okay, so Cameron says travel. Like, be more specific, Cameron, what is it? I wanna travel overseas, first class, and I wanna do it every year. Or I wanna go every month. Like what is it like? Like, like Scott, seeing lives change, like who, okay. Like we just, we're talking right now, Scott, like seeing what lives change and how deeply and how are you involved? Like paint that picture perfect, right? I need to go there. I need to take somebody to their picture perfect life because $100,000 a month. So we, we're all on the same page. $100,000 a month is not what Scott wants. $100,000 a month 
is the thing that is going to get Scott what he wants. You guys understand that? So if I can get Scott $100,000 a month or a plan that I can take him to $100,000 a month, I can show him how to get there and I'm the guy that can get him there. That is going to give him the life that he wants that $100,000 a month will, will supply and provide. So when it comes to Scott, I want to paint picture perfect. I want to see what that looks like. And so now it's $100,000 a month within three years. So the next thing I'm going to probably do is say, why does it have to take three years? Why can't we do it inside of a year? And I'm going to use some examples of how I got there and how other people got there and how I've helped X, Y, and Z get there. And the program has helped these people or whatever we do, whatever problem we solve, right? His problem is I don't have enough money to get to the life that I want. And if I can show him a path to make more money to get him the life that he wants, he, using my product, right? My service, whatever I provide, he's going to go there. So on one side, I think of it like two sides of a river, two banks. So I like, I like finances. So I like to talk about money. I like to talk about dollars. I like to talk about banks, right? So I think about water. I think about money. So I'm on one side of the river, right? One bank of the river. Scott's got one bank that he's on that's got his picture perfect life. And this is like a, for him right now, it's like the Amazon river. It's like raging, huge river. That's crazy to cross. It's got piranhas in it. It's got all these problems, all these things, all these things are stopping him, right? He's on one bank of the river. He's trying to get to picture perfect on the other side. Can you guys picture that? Can you picture that in your head? Like you're on one side of this river and you look across and it's like, and for Scott, maybe it's like, oh, I got to. I got to find more leads. I got to hire some people. I got to do all, it's all the piranhas. It's the, it's the, it's the alligators. It's the, it's the, I don't know, all kinds of stuff that's, that's going on crossing this river. It's the raging waters. It's drowning. It's all these things. It's all the fear, right? From the bank that you're on to the other bank of the river, where you want to go picture perfect on the other side. So in sales, what you need to do is you need to build a bridge from one side of the river to the other side of the river. So if I can build a bridge for Scott from where he is and, and the bridge that I'm building is my product or my service or what we do and what we provide to show him how to get there, then that's how we have a sales conversation. That's how I talk about value. So a ton of people in the chat, it's like all really great stuff. And the more clear you are on that, the more you can understand what it's going to take to get there. So um, my, um, my good friend, Pedro, I was at one of his events and I'm sitting there and he talks about like getting real about where you are. So you have to get people real honest and vulnerable about where they are right now, because the only way that you know how to get them to the place is if they know where they are and you know where they are. You know, like you get in a car and you type in, everybody talks about the GPS. Like if you don't know your destination, like any road will take you there. You don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Cheshire cat quote, right? But if you don't know where you are, there's no possible way you're going to get there. Like I'm a pilot. When I set up my GPS and I need to go from point A to point B, if it doesn't have point A, it doesn't matter where point B is. It has no idea what, where to point, what direction to go, all this stuff. Like you have to know where you are first. And so that's what I, I always do on a sales conversation and call. So thank you, Scott, first of all, just a quick like brief. So you guys can see like picture perfect. You've got to get that kind of information and build rapport. So it's, so I like to I like build rapport because in order for somebody to buy from you, they got to know, like, and trust you. That's step one, right? Scott's got to like me and trust me at least at a level that he believes that what I'm providing. And if you don't believe it, by the way, if you, if you were like 80%, 60%, 40%, 20% on there and you don't believe it, nobody else is going to believe it. Like if you don't believe in your product a thousand times, thousand percent, hundred thousand percent that you're the best in the world, nobody else is going to believe it. So that stems from confidence. I always told my salespeople when they're buying houses, walk in there like you got a million dollars in your pocket. Walk into the house like you got a million dollars in your pocket, you can buy any house on the street. Because if you don't believe it, they're not going to believe it. If they don't believe that you can buy the house, they're not going to believe that you can buy the house. And that's a problem. So you got to walk in there with a million dollars in your pocket and show confidence. And you guys have to do the same thing. Be confident in your product. All right. You're right. Nobody's going to walk over the bridge. So Cameron said, nobody's going to walk over the bridge you build if they don't trust you. So exactly, like I got to make sure that this bridge is really sturdy because they're walking over fear. They're walking over struggles. They're walking over belief. They're walking over identity. They're walking over all the things that they need to kill off. Remember, let's go back four years ago. I don't want to sell from stage. I don't want to do this. I don't sell you guys stuff. I'll tell you, go go join this challenge. Like, come with me. Come come to the calls. Like, come to an event that I have. It's 
all the stuff was amazing. All the products I knew were amazing, but I didn't believe that I could do that stuff. I didn't believe that I could, who am I to get on stage and make an offer for a $15,000 program, a $25,000 program. I sell $100,000 a year. I have a program $100,000 a year right now to work one-on-one with me. And, and that was hard. Last year was 50. And this year I said, it's gotta be a hundred. Like I cannot keep, like, I've got to value myself and my time way more. And just, I'm like, well, what if nobody, what if nobody joins? What if nobody comes in? What if you're not good enough? All the stuff that you guys think in your head, same thing. I think the same thing every day, regular basis. I got to kill it off, kill off all this stuff. So when you're selling something, you've got to be able to communicate. So we talked about like sales. Sales is an exchange of value. So Scott's got some money, right? He's got money that he values. It's obvious, right? All of you guys have money that you value. You all are talking about, you need more money. Like I need more money to reach my dreams. That's your goals. It's all, it all was like, yes, financials are the thing that are holding me back. Financial people, you come, you come into a business conversation, you're building a business, you want to grow your business. So it's all money. I know it is. So that's the thing. You value the money that you have, right? So I've got this $25,000, you value this. So what I need to do is I need to create something that's more valuable than $25,000. So if you have $25,000 and I'm selling you my mastermind group for 25K, right? And I, so I'm selling you the mastermind group. You have to say, okay, I value a result that I believe that you can provide me more than my 25K. So this, I'm going to invest in this thing and I'm going to get more results to to produce 25K over and over and over and over and over and over and over again the rest of my life. And if I can, if I can communicate that value to you and I can show it to you, then you'll gladly say, of course, I'll invest $25,000 to get $200,000 back, $300,000 back, a million dollars back. If you could put $20 in an ATM and it gave you back $100, how many $20 bills would you put in the ATM right now? If the ATM was broken, and it spit out a $100 bill to you every time you put a 20 in, how many 20s would you put in? Just put it in the chat. How many 20s would you put in? All of them. Ron, all of them. Would You would go out and, and fig, find more $20 bills. You'd be like, give me a $20 bill. Give me a $20 bill. And in, 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 in. And you just keep doing that, right? And so that's a very valuable ATM. And so I need to be able, and you need it in your business, same thing. You need to be able to communicate and provide the value and service and communicate that to the customer, to the potential buyer, to the prospect in order to sell. Yeah, infinite amounts. You put, <laughs> Mitzi said, I'd convince other people to give me their 20s so I could deposit them and grow them as well. Yeah, and then we just start stacking. Like, And next thing you know, this is like the most coveted, amazing ATM in the world. And this is, this is what your product is. Your product is gonna, is gonna remove a problem that somebody has. You have to solve problems. If you can, the bigger problems you can solve, the more money you'll make. The bigger the problem that you can solve, the more money that you make. I promise you that. But it's an exchange of value. So you have to understand that when you're walking into any sales conversation, whatever you're selling, like James valued not eating this morning, not eating his crepe to go run around and chase his brothers and play with the dogs and all the ruckus that's happening in the house this morning with my wife gone. He valued that more than he valued nutrition. <laughs> and I value his nutrition more than running around and playing because I know he's going to be hungry and he doesn't eat that much. So I'm like, sit on my lap and I'm going to half force feed you this food and then you can go play. So like, there's an exchange of value there. I had to hold him down and force him a little bit, but for you guys, like you've got to figure out, I had to persuade him. I said, Hey buddy, sit over here. And like, like, don't focus on that. Pay attention. So for you guys, you've got to figure out how to communicate that value. So the next thing is communication. So selling is serving. If you have a great product, it's your duty to sell it and get it in the hands of many other people. Once I realize that, that I'm being of service and I have an amazing product and I have to get it out there to the masses, then I said, okay, I'm willing. So October, 2019, I stepped on that stage after buying the company in July. We had about, five, I think we had about 500 people at that event in San Diego in 2019. And I got on stage and I sold my product for the first time. I created a brand new program called Seven Figure Runway brand new program called Seven Figure Altitude. And I went up there and I sold it. And we did probably have, off the top of my head, probably like a million, 1.2, 1.5 million at that event from stage. And it was transformational for me. Like I, I will, uh, and I, I will sell my product because people need it. 
And I believe in it so much that I know that people need it. I, and I, I see it in Grant. You, you guys follow Grant, you see him online. That dude sells hard, doesn't he? But I, I'll tell you what, he's got belief. When I went down there, every single person on his sales floor believed in that. They're on the phone all the time. It was crazy. They're screaming. They're, they're jumping up and down. Like they all believe in that product. And how many people out there don't? How many people? I'm running an ad right now. It's got like 519 comments and they all say scam somewhere in the comments. 519 comments on an ad. It's been shared like 130 times. And it says scam. Like all the people on here are scammers. He doesn't care. It's like, okay. And I don't care either. That's giving me way more reach. Like you're sharing 133 times and I don't have to pay for that. So it's like, you know, people are going to think that you're, we're so afraid of what other people think. We're not willing to do the thing that we need to do to blow up our business and grow our business massively. So for me, I've got to communicate the message in a clear way. I like stages. I like to do it from stage. I like to do it from this. I like to do one to many where I can multiply my conversations. I can multiply my impact. I can have all of you come on and go through this. So for you guys, I would say like, what is the thing that, is it communication? Is it communicating the message? Is it the way that you structure your offers? Like what's holding you back on the sales side of things? Like, what is the thing? So Sean, Sean, can you unmute? You were, you were, you typed a lot of stuff in the chat. So you said something about like getting yourself out there, getting in front of more people. And then you, you mentioned a couple other things, but there's so much chat in here that I, that I missed it. So what, like, what's, What's the thing right now that's like stopping you from growing on like the sales and communication side potentially? I, I think it's a reach for me. Um, and what I mean by that, feeling comfortable doing my own videos, getting my name out there. Um, there's a confidence level that I have. My belief is always, you know, there's a few systems and models, but I stick to data. And so I don't ever lead like, you know, other competition around always wants to tell you they're the best. And I just try to stay away from that from the standpoint, if I can get in front of people, talk numbers and facts. They're like, okay, this is different. He's providing facts and information that's helpful to me also solving their problems. But how do I get to the next level, that next referral and just getting my name out there? Um, not that I need recognition, but I need, we all need leads and clients, right? To buy our services and goods or whatever product we're selling. Yeah, so, so I think- So ahead. I hear some stuff in there. Let me, let me just unpack this a little bit because everybody on this call, you're like, first of all, if you're on this call and you're spending time with me, we we share similar values and characteristics, most likely. If you're still on the call and haven't dropped off, like you're like, okay, I, there's something about this guy that is interesting. I want to keep listening. If you've been on my calls for many, many times, like I think Brian said he's been on 147 or something like that, like we have some sort of connection, right? You're here for a reason. So number one, I believe that I'm a great person and I think you're a great person. So you guys are all like probably really smart, really, um, really great people, have in, incredible values a ton of integrity, like you do what you say you're going to do, like you're just great people. And so the problem with great people, I know, the problem with great people, I just got a time check. The problem with great people is we we don't want to talk about ourselves. We don't want to tell talk about how, how we're better than other people. We don't want to sound elitist. We don't want to talk about how amazing our service, usually because our service is us. Like you are your service. So you're like, okay, I don't want to like throw rocks or cast stones and talk anybody else down because anytime I talk about how good I am, I feel like I'm talking about how bad other people are. And so this is one thing that I hear in Sean, first of all, is like, he knows he's awesome and I know he's awesome. We know each other. Like I know he is. And I know he's great at what he does. He knows he's great at what he does, but he also believes that other realtors are great at what they do. And he doesn't want to walk into somebody's house and say, I'm better than them because he feel, then he feels cocky even though he is a pilot. So he already has some of that inside of him as we all know. But there's, there's something that holds us back and it's inside of us thinking that we can't do that. Like we can't, we can't step on somebody else to get where we wanna go. And that's not what you need to do. However, and by the way, the only reason I can help you with this right now is because I'm in the midst of it and I'm a little bit further along than you. You've gotta find somebody who's a little bit further along than you or a lot further along than you that's already been through what you're going through that can help you through it. So for me, I feel the same way. I'm not very polarizing. I'm very much like go with the flow. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't want to get anybody angry. I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to like me. And that's the problem that I'm having with a lot of my marketing to be impactful, influential, 
And so like right now, I'll do whatever it takes to achieve the goal that I have. Just don't ask me to blank, right? This identity statement for me, just don't ask me to be an influencer, to be all over social media, to make all these videos, to talk about how awesome I am, all this stuff. Like, I, I just don't ask me to do that. And that's the thing that I need to do. Like that thing that I'm not willing to do is the thing that I need to do. So for you, Sean, I'm the same way. I'm data-driven. I'm an engineer. I was a test pilot. Like I have, I can do charts and data and all this stuff and talk in very big words and make people very uncomfortable. And I need to like, what I've needed to do is take that down to like a third grade reading level and try to simplify everything. Talk about both sides of the bridge. Talk about a building a bridge over. Talking about how wholesaling is very much like a pawn shop where somebody walks into a pawn shop knowing because using things that they understand, not jargon and technical stuff like that. So if I was going to walk in with you into, into an appointment with a seller and I'm going to show them the data, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, this is who I am. I bring data to the equation and I don't know other realtors that do that. And the reason why I'm the best is because this is my process, X, Y, and Z. And here are my results. So if you want to work with the best, then this is what I can provide for you. And these are the results that I project. Being a data guy, I can actually project the future at a very high certainty. So something like that. I would try to build in what I'm really amazing at. Nowhere in there did I say, that realtor sucks, that realtor sucks, that realtor sucks. The three other people with you met with are worse than me. I'll say, this is why I'm great at what I do. Here's my results. Here's what I can help you do. And this is getting another time check. And this is why you should go with me. So like, I'm not going to talk about other masterminds and coaching programs. I'm not going to bash them. They're not my competition. I'm my competition. And so all I, I'm just going to market harder. I'm going to get in front of you more. I'm going to provide more value so that when you're at the point where you're like, I need, I, I, I'm because you're only going to make a decision when you're ready to break. Like when you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I'm so fed up with where I am right now. And I've been looking at the other side of that river. I've just been too scared to go over there. And there's a bridge that I can walk over the river. I don't have to swim through the river. I can get there faster. I can get there further. You're going to be like, okay, I'm going to join seven figure flipping. And they got the bridge. Like I've just, I've just been in front of you more and more and more and more. And I'm going to share and I'm going to give value. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to present testimonials. I'm going to show you the other clients and the customers and things like that. Until you're like, all right, man, this, I got to give this guy some money now. Like he's given me so much value on calls over and over and over. I, I like, I just feel like the value, I've already gotten a million dollars of value, $25,000, no problem. And I've been there with other coaches and consultants before. I know, like I pay $150,000 a year for a mastermind group I'm in. That guy delivered millions of dollars of value to me. And now I'm like, I, it's my duty. I just got to pay that guy every year. Like I owe him money. And so for you, Sean, and all of you guys on the call, like, the thing is you, that you have to get past is you. Like you are stopping you. It has nothing to do with pointing the finger, casting a stone. Like, and, and Sean, if you're uncomfortable getting on video and putting yourself out there and doing more marketing, that's what you must do. Like you must. And there's no question. And then you're like me, you're a data guy. So you're like, okay, now I got to figure out the how. Like, okay, what's the system that I need to build out? What all this stuff's like, dude, just go make some videos. Like if you're just make a video, iPhone, make a video, post it. And it's like, Three people watch, who cares? Like nobody's watching. So you can suck in the beginning. My podcast sucked. Nobody was watching it anyway. And you'll find your voice. Like over time, you'll find your voice. You'll find your rhythm. You'll find the things that you're best at. You'll find what's working and what's not working. And being a data guy, you'll see it. Dude, if you follow me on Instagram right now, I'm going through this right now. Like right now it's happening, real time. I'm looking at data. I'm looking at numbers. I'm testing things. I'm trying videos where we're, we're Right after this call, I'm building out a content calendar for the next like 40 days. And so three videos a day on Instagram, morning, afternoon, night, you're going to watch, you're going to see things change, you're going to see things adjust. And you, real time, you can watch this unfold and me be uncomfortable, getting comfortable. Like it, and, and there's only one variable in all this, guys. It's time. All of it. Communication, speaking, and, and hiring a coach. Like when I had to sell from stage, I had to hire a coach. I hired a coach. So I don't know who, so whoever's commenting there on the 500K challenge, I don't know who it is, but um, they said uh, the 500K challenge got me out of my shell. And that's just like, part of that's just going live every day and just talking, talking about something, like just getting comfortable in front of the camera. And I'll tell you what, right now, attention is dollar signs. 
attention equals dollars. That's for me why I, I know I need more eyeballs. I need more attention. I need, and it's not necessarily about the followers. It's not all that stuff. And here, I'm going to drop my Instagram in the, um, in the chat here. So you guys can watch this unfold if you want to. But it's, it's, about, it's about eyeballs and attention right now. Like that equals dollars for all of you. We talked about it last week on marketing. Today on sales, like sales is a byproduct of your confidence, of your product, and of you caring about what that other person needs. And honestly, at the end of the call, if you're like, my service is not going to help you, you say that. And I, I do all the time. I'm like, hey, I really think that you start with like the free the podcast or my book or, you know, start showing up to these calls and seeing if the next step is what you need. But you're just not, you're not ready for something. You're not ready for this. So I think it's important for you guys to understand that selling is serving. If you have a great product and you believe in it 100% or more, 1,000%, 10,000%, it's your duty to persuade that person that your product is better than the other things on the marketplace. And you've got to learn to really love it. Because like I, I'll tell you, I, I feel like I'm not the best salesperson in the world. I don't love it. But I'll tell you, it is something that we all need as a tool in our toolbox. Like we have to be able to do that. Because honestly, the best thing in the world is when you, when you persuade somebody to do something, they're all going to have objections. They're all going to say no. They're all going to say it's not. But that's, that's inside of them. It's identity talking. It's protection against risk. And when you can persuade them to do that and they, they do it, they join, they, they buy your service and you provide amazing service, they see results, they're going to come back to you and say, thank you for pushing me that hard. Like, thank you for, for getting me to, to keep going, to say yes, when I wanted to say no so many times. Thank you. Thank you for providing so much value to me that they're thanking you for paying you a ton of money. They're thanking you for investing in your program, buying your product, buying their house when nobody else would. They're going to thank you for all of that. And this is like the most important thing for you guys to figure out. I didn't get into communication as much as I'd like. So on the next call, we're doing one on Thursday from 10. I have an hour and a half, 10 to 1130 on Thursday. I have a call right now, like I have a meeting. 10 to 11.30 on Thursday, I'm going to talk about communication, communications a little bit more, like speaking from stage, communicating your message. But my favorite part, I'm going to talk about scaling a business. I'm going to talk about how you scale up, how you hire, how you train, how you build process and systems and these kind of things to really scale a business. Because most of you are probably artists. You're doing the thing and then you created a business around it or you're creating a product around it. And you've got to come out and be more of the entrepreneur. And, but because you're really just, you really created another W2 position for yourself in your own business. And when to scale, that's really, how do we get to the next level where we actually become entrepreneurs? We actually become business owners. We actually get to the point where we're starting to build out some of these other processes and systems and things like that. So I hope you guys have a good, a good day today. Um, I love this. We're doing a lot more of it. Please like share our link with your friends. If you want to invite people in. Um, I would love to have them in this challenge with me. I'd love to give them all these bonuses. If you know somebody who needs it, sevenfigureflipping.com slash grant. So sevenfigureflipping.com slash grant on that page has all the bonuses, everything that we're doing. You click there, opt into the challenge, jump in with us, and we will uh, serve you at an insanely high level and just walk alongside of us. The last thing that I want to share, you guys got to sell yourself and your, your products. So Grant Cardone has his Facebook group. So you've opted in to the challenge. There's a huge Facebook there. Facebook page there. Go out and get a little uncomfortable. Go in that group, the homework tonight, go in that group and post it. You can tag me. You can tag me and 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 boost. Like I'm in there all the time. I'm commenting. I'm chatting. Um, the, their whole team knows me. You can go in there, post, tag me to get some, a boost in the group and say, hey, this is what I do. I'm really excited for the challenge. And it's subliminal selling. It's like, here's here's what I do. Don't put a link to your product. Don't put any of that stuff. Just be like, this is my name. This is my city. And here's what I do. I love to serve people. If I could ever serve you, let me know. I'm so excited about this challenge. It's a great opportunity in a massive Facebook group to subliminally talk about what you do. And next thing you know, you might get a DM from somebody who's like, I need that. Or I need that. Or, oh, wow. How can you help me? And that's that's what I do. Put out, uh, put out a post. Say, hey, I want to provide value to you. Next thing you know, my comments blow up. My DMs blow up. It's creating engaging posts, something that engages people. Like ask a question, do something like that to increase the engagement. So uh, at, at Bill Allen, you can just find me, just tag my personal page. I'm in there personally. 
So if you guys are in there, just go in there and tag me um, to if you want to get a little boost and I'll comment on it. I'll, I'll share it. I'll like it, all that stuff. So um, same thing on Instagram. Like you guys use this. We talked about marketing last week, but use what you're doing. You're here on a call with all these people. You're learning. You're learning about sales. Tell a story here. Take a screenshot. You know, tell a story. Tag me on Instagram. Draft off other people. I'll be growing my Instagram. My Facebook is very big. Instagram and TikTok suck. I'm just, I'm, I, I've never focused there. I'm a little bit too old for that. I'm learning it. Uh, I'm a dinosaur learning new tricks. So, um, all right. Great to see you guys. I will see you next week, or I'm sorry, I'll see you on Thursday. Thursday, 10 a.m. Central to 11.30 Central. We'll be talking about scaling. And I'll talk a little bit about communication and kind of finish the loop on that. So great seeing you. We'll do it on Zoom again. I love this. I love seeing your faces and your engagement and all that stuff. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you on Thursday, two days. Bye.